0: Thanks for tuning in. One of the things that makes Outcasting and its related programming possible is financial support from listeners like you. Please visit us at outcastingmedia.org and click on support to make your tax-deductible contribution. Thanks. This is Outcasting Overtime from Media for the Public Good, producer of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Hi, I'm Lucas, an Outcasting Youth participant. Self-exploration and expression are hard for everyone. Within high school environments, it can be very hard for all teenagers to express themselves, but it can be even harder for queer people. The constant feeling of being judged can slowly whittle away at one's individuality, especially for queer people. For me personally, the gay slurs I heard as a kid forced me to suppress the sides of myself that are more stereotypically associated with gay men and less associated with abstract ideals of masculinity. I remember how nervous I was in middle school when I wore skinny jeans for the first time. I was scared that everyone was staring at my legs, or calling me names behind my back. This fear came back again in freshman year, when I put on a simple old necklace that my grandmother had owned. Even though the necklace made me feel happy and confident in front of a mirror, that confidence slowly melted away as soon as I stepped outside. Every so often, my eyes would flash around the classroom, waiting to meet stares and whispers. Halfway through the day, I tuck the necklace under my shirt, unable to handle my own fears. The experience has been somewhat of a constant throughout my teenage years. Every time I try out a new style or wear a unique piece of clothing, I expect to be made fun of or be called a slur. Sometimes, after getting ready to leave home for the day, I glance in the mirror one last time and then inch back to my room to throw on a sweatshirt, concealing the outfit I had just pieced together. I've struggled to tackle the hate I felt for the effeminate aspects of myself. Quarantine has been hard for all of us, especially those who have lost family members or are still risking their lives in essential positions. Yet a silver lining in quarantine for me has been the opportunity to do some self-exploration. I'm sure all teenagers can agree that the stresses of high school, homework, sports, or just interacting with other teens can get in the way of us finding out who we are and how we want to present ourselves to the world. Amid the flurry of tests, papers, and college applications, I feel as though I've lacked the time to really sit down and reflect on my insecurities, and specifically, to reflect on why I cared so much about being labeled gay by strangers. With the onset of quarantine, I have had the opportunity to explore who I am and become more comfortable with the feminine aspects of my personality. Seeing queer people express themselves through their social media platforms has inspired me to confront the parts of myself I've suppressed for years. I've always wanted to wear a long, flowing skirt, but as a man, I feel insecure about how people would respond. Now that I'm not leaving my house except for short trips to the grocery store, I have no reason to feel ashamed or feel as though I'm being judged. On top of that, I have nothing else to do but think and do homework, and work on outcasting of course, and that has allowed me to overcome what I had always feared. So after a month in quarantine, I went to work. I had bought fabric from a local Goodwill store a few months before, but i had never had the confidence to actually use it. I decided to create a video of the skirt's construction. It took me seven hours to draft, pin, and sew the skirt, but after almost a full day of work, I had a finished garment. Looking in the mirror for the first time after I put it on, I felt self-assured and confident. I felt as though I had just woken up from a long nap or eaten a great meal. I was happy and proud of what I had made, so I posted it on the internet under the tag LGBT. That night, and over the next few days, the video received almost 80,000 views and hundreds of comments. Many of them were from young queer people going through the same periods of questioning that I was, looking for an outlet online. There seems to be an increasing movement, primarily online, in which people are breaking the mold of what is considered normal. But our society has pretty rigid expectations about what's considered gender-appropriate for men and women. Constant social contact continues to reinforce definitions of masculinity and femininity as we continue to compare ourselves to others. This is especially suffocating to LGBTQ youth, who can feel suppressed by these expectations. So for many of us, quarantine, or the ending of constant social interaction, has allowed us to escape gendered and heteronormative obligations, heteronormative being the assumption that everyone is straight and cisgender. So as we're shuttered up inside our homes, A lot of us, especially LGBTQ youth, have had a lot of time to reflect on ourselves and how we interact with our straight peers. As a result of this time I've spent trying to understand myself better, I'll be more equipped to return to daily life, confident in expressing my true self. So while quarantine has been taxing in countless ways, this redeeming aspect gives me hope that the future will be better. Thanks for listening to Outcasting Overtime from Media for the Public Good producer of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org. To get information about outcasting, make your tax-deductible donation, watch outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to all outcasting content. Thanks, and thanks for listening.